0: Welcome to Run the Table. I'm your host, Bryce Tenson. Obert, how are we doing? Doing great,
1: especially after the fantasy win. Picked it up. It was absolutely awesome. I love it. With the
0: end of week one comes the end of week one of fantasy football, Civil War. And Mm. let me just say, it was was definitely an interesting week one. Uh, So far, uh, you're really seeing uh, what works, what doesn't work. And yes, it's only week one. But I think we learned quite a bit about, you know, the different states, which states were, were good and bad. Because, yes, it's all about getting states with players that are projected to be good. But at the end of the day, those players still have to play the game and play it well. And we saw some states that, that got rear-ended uh, from some of their picks not giving them anything. Yep, absolutely. Um, so it, it really was an interesting week. We'll dive into it. Let's just take you down the, the scoreboard, show you how everything went. Texas picked up a win. They were playing uh, Ohio, won that 20, or two ten point five to 156.4. Woo! Louisiana picked up it's a win. Them. Yeah, Louisiana picked up a win against Pennsylvania. Um, won that one 20402 to 149.88. Uh, Georgia picked up a win in the closest game of the week. They were playing California, won 193.12 to 189.66. And then Florida uh, squeaked out a dub, scoring the second least amount of points in the league, 148.22 to 135.38. That is how it goes. Texas, Louisiana, Georgia, Florida, all 1-0. California, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Alabama, all 0-1. In terms of total points scored this week, Texas, Louisiana, Georgia, California, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Florida, and then Alabama is how we uh, round it out for total points scored so far this season. Obviously, only week one. That will change um, given week two. We'll we'll keep a tally. We'll post on on social media standings, um, total points in this week's results. But we wanted to get into the weeds a little bit on how each team did. Um I, I think we should start with the best game of the week, the closest game of the week, the Georgia versus California matchup. And that was you. That was you going against California and, and you picked up the win. You wanna you wanna talk us through what you what you think went well with your team, how you were feeling Monday night football?
1: Um it was about all the heavyweights. We knew that coming in. California at the very least is you know, should be a powerhouse every year. And this year they are. Let me tell you, folks, holy cow, are they deep. In a best ball format, you kind of lose sight of that a little bit. Fantasy football, you are looking for who can I get to consistently contribute for my team. But in the best ball format, which is a little bit different, you're not necessarily playing or, or your lineup isn't set in stone like in regular uh, fantasy football. It takes whoever has the highest points at any given position. So because of that, you really do need to have a very deep team. And we said it since the beginning, the genesis of this idea, California far and away has the deepest team, especially at the wide receiver position. And Man Alive did that show. The least amount of points in their flex position was 12 points. I think that was the most of anybody. I mean, to put it in context, pretty much the average amount of points for your flex position It's typically around 12 points. That's what it's probably projected to be. Um, Even your best flex guys will only go for 15, 16 points. And if they have a really great game, they'll be your wide receiver or running back. So um, for him to just consistently put out 12 points and 13 points and 15 points and 17 points in his flex spots because of his insane wide receivers, it was a tough game for me to win. Um, I jumped out early to a huge lead. A lot of my 1 o'clock performers did absolutely splendid. We're talking Joe Mixon, Antonio Gibson, Carson Wentz went for 37 points. And maybe this is a prize of the week, especially at that position. Um, Cooper Cup on Thursday night obviously went for 31.8, one of the highest at his position. Uh, Mark Andrews had a solid game with 10 points. And Nick Chubb had 15.3 points. So from... The get-go, I was, I think, a 90% favorite to win or 92% favorite to win after the 1 o'clock hour and 4 o'clock, the, the, the 4.30 window came and it absolutely punched me right in the nose. Uh, Darren Waller went under under his projected points. Uh, Marquise Brown went under his projected points. Uh, Aaron Jones went way under. He was pro- projected to go 17. He goes for 10. What are we doing? Um, yeah, guys on my bench didn't play well. Kyler... Went under his projected points. Josh Jacobs under. Um, Christian Watson just was okay. Dropped that huge touchdown pass, which would have been absolutely monumental. Damian Pierce, that was 1 o'clock, but he didn't play well either. Meanwhile, the California team went nuts at the 4 o'clock hour. Justin Herbert did Justin Herbert things. 29.26 points. Devontae Adams... Probably second most at the wide receiver position with 30.1 points. And
0: and we clowned California for going out and getting Oregon. But that was actually the right move when you look at how Aaron Rodgers and Derek Carr did. They (laughs) really
1: struggled. And Derek Carr isn't even all the California team, funnily enough. Um, Yeah, so that that 430 window was just huge for California. Exactly what it needed. And uh, it got right back into the game. So much so it even took the lead. Which I thought was pretty much insurmountable, but it wasn't. Um and so going into Monday night football uh wow well, actually Sunday night football it's a pretty close game but I have CD Lamb team California has Ezekiel Elliott and we all saw it that game was an absolute dud um both both sides really didn't score much offensively in the actual game itself I think
0: Mike Evans had the only touchdown yeah
1: and and in the fantasy matchup Ezekiel Elliott and uh, CD Lamb we both know how they did I think CD Lamb had what, two catches Yeah, for 29 yards? So I was projected to get 17 points there. He goes for 4.9. That hurt a lot. Um I, All I needed to do was more than eight points. I get 4.9. Meanwhile, Team California, um Ezekiel Elliott, that was also a dud. So then it got things really interesting going into Monday Night Football. California had a five-point lead. Going into Monday Night Football, and it would come down to Rashad Penny versus Javante Williams, pretty much. Who would have the better game? Um, and if you watch the game, Rashad Penny immediately goes for about 50 yards, has a couple of catches. He's at eight points at halftime. Uh, Javante Williams is at about six points. And I need I need Javante to go for five more points. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I don't need – I, I can't have Javante to squeak it out. I need him to dominate. And second half rolls around, and we're at two minutes left in the fourth quarter, and I'm down by a half a point <laughs> of, of the fantasy game. I'm down by a half a point. Two minutes ago, I'm thinking, oh, my God, my world's crumbling. But wouldn't you know it, Russell Wilson threw to him all night, gave me two absolutely clutch pass catches from Javante Williams, and I go on to win that game by four in an absolute nail-biter um, he he, it, he yeah, finished that
0: game. Williams finished that game with I think ten catches.
1: Yeah, he did. They, they gave him they gave him seven rushes for forty three yards, but he had like ten catches. <laughs> yeah, that is eleven of twelve targets, eleven catches. He, he
0: finished with nearly twenty points. Yeah, yeah, and didn't even have that many yards, <laughs> <laughs> nor a touchdown. There's there's PPR for you if you can just get a nice checkdown quarterback like Russell Wilson. Yep, Mister Limited. Wait, did you say limited? I said limited. Wow. Cuz he sucks. Wow. So you got to win. Yeah.
1: Wow. For the skin of my teeth. Sorry, California. It's a dub. What um what are
0: your weaknesses?
1: Um did you notice, any? I'm probably not as top heavy as I thought it was at running back, but I I mean, I still went for I think 20. I still have so many running back pieces. Yeah. I, mean, I I went for I think 21 20 19.8 and uh 15.3 wow. which is oh, fantastic. That's really good. But um I just didn't have somebody who could just, you know, punch it. Yeah, and go for 35 points or something like that at the running back position like we saw uh Saquon too. Also, wide receiver. I'm a bit thin. Um, it, other than Marquise Brown and Cooper Cup, it's slim pickets. <laughs> and <it is>. Marquise <laughs> Brown
0: didn't have a great game. He, he went he, for 14 points. Because he had the
1: touchdown. was about projected,
0: yeah. But, that, I that's mean, the only reason why. <laughs>
1: overall, he was pretty bad.
0: <laughs> yeah. um, and then California, obviously, the running backs were a huge issue for him. Oh, yeah. California. It's going to be an issue
1: going forward, quite frankly. I mean, they. They I think they are two running backs what did I say 8 points and 7 8 points like and 7.8 that's not going to get the job done. <laughs> and and obviously Zeke didn't have his best day, but I kind of see that for Zeke going the yeah. rest of the way out. Yeah. I mean, I, 59 I yards on the you, ground, yeah. I doubt he's going to have a lot of projection or production in the passing game. I think that'll be more Tony Pollard. I'm sorry, but he, they
0: use him mainly as a pass blocker. I just I don't see it as likely. And uh, I got a text from California I think it was halfway through. It was like Sunday evening, and he he texted me and said, imagine if I just drafted Colorado instead of Oregon. Oh, (laughs) oh, imagine. It's like, would have helped you a little bit there. Um, Okay, so let's get into the other games. Um, I was going up against Mike, Pennsylvania versus Louisiana, and I'm going to start with my team. I got destroyed. It wasn't even close. It never was close. Um, After week one, the only state that gave me anything was Pennsylvania? Yep. It was literally every other state that I drafted. Maybe Dallas Goddard had a good game, but it wasn't even good enough to be in my in my lineup. He had nine points. Pat mm-hmm. Fryermuth ended up with like twelve as my tight end or something like that. Pennsylvania had a huge weekend. Pennsylvania was fantastic. Um, turns out South Carolina is one of the worst picks of the draft. Uh, I Drafted them solely for the wide receiver position, and my best wide receiver was Debo Samuel with twelve point six points. Every single wide receiver I had went under the projected total. That is unbelievable. Every single one. Absolutely. Allen Robinson, Chris Godwin, well, Chris Godwin got hurt which was unfortunate. Um, DJ Moore, Mike, Mike Williams, Williams, Hunter Renfro, win. every single one. I was like I came into this with one of the top wide receiver rooms. I am leaving week 1 like where the hell is my team? Where did it go? <laughs> oh, On the other side, my running back position actually was fantastic. Yeah. Even though Christian McCaffrey and Austin Eckler didn't have good games, yeah, thought,
1: w- we thought it could be a little bit thin. Instead, now Miles
0: Sanders and DeAndre Swift, Pennsylvania coming in clutch. The thing about Pennsylvania running even there, James Connor. We had
1: so it's DeAndre Swift, Miles Sanders, James Connor, like you said, Brees. Uh, was it Brees Hall? And Saquon Barkley, who's on mm-hmm. Team New York yep. or uh, Team Texas, I should say. But still, the Pennsylvania guys went absolutely nuts, especially at that running back position. Something to keep an eye on. Allen Robinson was really the only guy from Pennsylvania who struggled. I-
0: yeah. Ish. Yeah, it was. Um, Chris Godwin, technically from both Pennsylvania and Delaware. Yeah. Um, but he got hurt, so it's, I, I don't hold it against him. Um, tight ends are going to be a lot stronger than I thought. Um, and another issue, which I knew was going to be an issue coming in, it's not like the wide receivers where it disappointed me, is the quarterback position. I got Matt Ryan and Trevor Lawrence, and, and neither one of them had a good game. Both were around 18 points. Yeah. Um, it, it was just kind of tough for me to get it and going there. I knew it was going to be uh, you know, tough sledding, and, and it was. We'll, we'll see what it's like going forward. They play each other next week, so hopefully it's a high-scoring game.
1: What's interesting (laughs) is, you know, our preseason power rankings, we had California, well, the top four at the very least. I don't know what order it was in, but it was something like, um, I think, Pennsylvania, Georgia, uh, Louisiana, California, and all four teams played each other, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Which was absolutely crazy, so we had two just huge battle of the heavyweights and you were the only team to not show up Pennsylvania and
0: it was because my strongest my strong what I thought was gonna be my strongest position ended up ended up failing me literally my flex positions I think were all running backs Mm. I think I think I had my two starting running backs and then and then three of the four flex positions were running backs as well yeah I can relate I (laughs) I was like it's like you know Brees Hall played pretty well uh he wasn't he he was, turns out he was going to be RB2, and I, I was pleasantly surprised with how he yeah. played. Had like 11 points. <laughs> um, turns out they're going to use him more in the running game than Michael Carter, which is good for me. Yeah. Um, and then on the other side, Louisiana. Oh, my goodness. That state alone? Are you kidding me? Clyde Edwards-Alaire had like 27 points. Jamar Chase had 28 points. Leonard Fournette had like 18. DJ Chark had 18 or somewhere around there. And that doesn't even count Justin Jefferson, who put up 39 points. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. It was Those guys alone would have killed me. Yeah. Um, Joe Burrow had one of the worst games he will ever have and still managed to put up 20 points, which was more than both of my quarterbacks. Yes. Oh my goodness. It, it, it's, it, was, it was a beatdown. He scored two hundred and five points, two hundred and four points. It it was over before it even started. Yep. Um but I will say there is an issue, and he also was able to draft Jonathan Taylor with his New Jersey pick. Come on. That is that is unfair. Yeah, that is. is just unfair at that point. Um there's absolutely no room for error for Louisiana. No. They are extremely, extremely top heavy, zero depth. Yep. Had four guys. He had two guys leave with injury Dak Prescott and Elijah Mitchell. Elijah Mitchell will be out for eight weeks. Dak Prescott, maybe four to six, is what we're seeing. And then he had two guys not playing George Kittle and. Oh, who was it? And pull it up. Pull it up. Oh, Alan Lazard. Yep. Alan Lazard was the other one. He had Devontae Smith get zero points. He was shut down by um, Jeff Okuda. Uh, so he, you look at his bench, and it was rough. It was really rough. He just so happened to get you know the ten best guys. Uh, I think all of them were above eleven, twelve points. Yep. It, it well, was Travis Etienne. Struggled oh, that's a right, bit. Travis Etienne, because of the drop, um, the fumble. Uh, he 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 could have had a, a, a pretty good day, but. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Um, so Louisiana will be a force to be reckoned with, but you have to uh, have to be wary of of some of those injuries that could come back to bite them. Didn't nope. even have their best tight end, and and, nope. and turned out okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's the highest scoring team of the week, Texas played Ohio, and and that was a, another beatdown. Texas put up 210 points, and, and it was literally the state of Texas that carried them. Yep. Patrick Mahomes put up 45 points. By himself, uh, Mike Evans with eighteen point one, Jalen Waddle with seventeen point seven. As you mentioned, Saquon Barkley was a huge pickup with the first points. round pick. Um, he got that state with what did we say? Um, oh yeah, way late into the draft. New York, yep, New York. No, that was his first. It was his first overall pick, but Saquon was. Um, no, I know, but the, the, the oh New yeah, New York pick, York was pick. Way late. yeah. Ended up being huge, and and we, we talked about this. We said Texas, their one-week spot was running back, and he drafted A.J. Dillon and James Robinson, and both of those guys had a Hit. huge week, uh, 20, yep. 20.1 points for A.J. Dillon and 19.9 from James uh, Robinson. Listen, I don't think that running back room is going to give you that every single week. It's not sustainable. Um, Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> and running back is still going to be a weakness going forward, but I was I was – very surprised yep. by how good they were week one. Uh, you, you packaged all that up with the great wide receivers that Texas has, and Cortland Sutton didn't yep. even have a great week. Um, and, and obviously, Patrick Mahomes is going to throw for a lot of touchdowns. Yes, so something to be something to watch out for. Uh, on the other side, Ohio uh, had a pretty solid week. All things considered, um, but, but don't expect them to be very good. They got huge games from Kareem Hunt and Cordero Patterson, which you're not going to get 20 point games from them Uh, probably maybe two more times this season. You might get that. Yeah. But both of them were over 20 points. His best, best flex had 9.1 points.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Although Alvin Kamara had a, just a a brutal game and and maybe you hope that, that, that doesn't,
0: that's what I was, that's what I was, that's what I was going to say is that, is that there, there was a bunch of guys on his bench that was like, Oh wait, that guy was on your bench. Yeah, he was. Um, I think that Ohio is going to be in a weird purgatory spot where it's from week to week they could be one of the highest scorers, but most of the time they're yep. probably going to be like in the in the six to seven, six, seven, 8 range in terms yep. of how many points they score. What were they five? Uh, they were five this week, I think. Okay. Um, no. Yes. No, they were four. Wow, good for them. No, they were five because it went it went Texas, Louisiana, U, then California, so it was five. Yep. Um, and they have zero depth. I mean. It, it really. They, they got a bunch of rookies playing. Mm-hmm. Alec Pierce might have had a solid day, but he dropped two touchdowns. The only two targets he got. It's <laughs> tough. So uh, we'll, we'll see. Can't trust him. We'll see what what happens with him because he is listed as wide receiver too. Um, but the depth there is it's going to hurt that team. Um, Florida. Let me say this. They are lucky to have a win after scoring the second lowest number of points this week. QB was the one uh was the bright spot as uh, along with his starting wide receivers, Stephon Diggs and Gabe yep. Davis, both on the same team. Um handcuffed the the, the Buffalo Bills passing attack, yeah, which cow. is uh which is gonna be huge for him going forward. Lamar Jackson finished with twenty seven and a half points. Um you'll expect that from him pretty much every week with how much he runs. Um and he got an uncharacter- uncharacteristically good game from Taysom Hill, fifteen points. That was eleven points more than he was projected. It's crazy. You're not going to get that ever again. Mm-mm. I would I would be surprised if if Taysom Hill is a a consistent double digit type of guy. You should be expecting more from Kyle Pitts though. Three points. Yeah, that was that was tough. Um, Kyle Pitts definitely Seven targets, had it two done. catches. I don't know what happened. Um, I, we we didn't watch that game very closely, so so no. have no idea. Um, and his running backs were supposed to be good had an absolutely abysmal yeah. week Damn. um dalvin cook 13 points derrick henry eight points devin singletary eight points raheem mostert we knew was kind of a weird pick um because he wasn't going to be the starter yep. um four points and then came acres obviously the fantasy thought of the year probably yeah. zero points in week one nothing um florida's an interesting interesting team um because they have a lot of boomer bust potential mm-hmm. uh, like you saw with this week um We'll see we'll see what kind of transpires here in the coming weeks with them. Um especially who is the backup quarterback? Is it Jameis? Uh Matt Stafford. Okay. And Matt Stafford didn't play well either. So um but you should figure that that would
1: that would improve as the as the defenses get easier. Yeah, I don't know how I feel about Florida. Probably should
0: walk. be 0-1 um, with, yeah. with how many points they scored. Definitely. They played the one team that they could to, to, win, that, uh, to win this week. 1-0 and and is 1-0. 1-0 directly. That is our, oh, yeah, that's very true. And the one team they beat is Alabama, who we had as the worst team. Yep. And it wasn't even close. Josh Allen was literally the only good pick. Yes. Um, <laughs> he was electric. Holy and he shit. wasn't even from his first-round state. Yeah, like, come good. on. He had five... Literally had five. That's it. Five players in double digits. Yep. Jerry Judy had a great game, though. You're not going to see that every week. Nah, probably 20 not. 20 points from Jerry Judy? I don't yeah. think that's going to happen. And his tight end room is, without a doubt, the worst in the league. Yeah. Irv Smith, They combined zero for points. zero points. Two tight ends. Irv Smith and CJ Uzama, zero points. Yeah.
1: That, luckily, you'll hopefully never see that again. Oh, my God. I think, but- I think you might.
0: Uh, they didn't, zero throw, point they didn't no. throw the ball to Irv Smith. They'll, they'll throw it to C.J. Uzama. They have to. They did, he didn't get a single target.
1: I know, but it's not going to happen. If, if so, they'll cut those guys before they give them zero targets the whole season.
0: <laughs> so Alabama is down horrendous. They will probably lose every single game. I would be surprised if Alabama has... If they win, it's gonna be because the other team had a bunch of guys out. Yep. That is the only way I see Alabama winning a and game this season. Alabama can be a really good state. You just can't take them with the second pick. We you, we talked exactly. about this. and you can't take the subsequent states that they took. Yeah. Because it, it he just he basically handicapped himself. Yeah, he did. At every step of the way. It's like no no position was a good position for him. Nope. Yep. I, I really, the the, the draft strategy draft. from Alabama was unbelievable. You can do well with Alabama, though. I think it's a first-round state.
1: You can do well. It's just, you got to play your cards Second right. overall pick. Yeah, no. That is, Eesh. it's like Alabama, it can be perfect for like the eighth overall pick, but it's absolutely dreadful. Should have taken for, Texas, for Georgia, or pick. Louisiana instead. Yeah. You just don't have any, any sort of locks for that team. Nothing for Alabama. Not yeah. that I know of. No. I mean, holy
0: cow. No, it was bad. It, yeah. was, it was really bad. Okay. Power rankings. You want to go to the power rankings? So each week we're going to update the power rankings with with which which state we think, uh, you know, one through eight, we're going to rank them. Uh, Standings-wise, doesn't matter, um, because Florida, like we said, 1-0, and but probably not, you know, in the top echelon of teams. Um, So give it to me. Okay. Eight, Alabama. This is a pretty obvious one. Um,
1: Obviously, not a very good starting team, and... Terrible depth, the two, just an awful combination. Yes. <laughs> terrible starting yeah. Terrible starting players, and even with those starting players, you have no depth. Um. Listen, Najee had a terrible game. And That'll probably and, not happen again. And he
0: might be hurt.
1: You're probably expecting to get more points out of your tight end position, and that's fine. Far and away the least amount of points, by the way. Adam Thielen had a rough game. Maybe you're expecting more from him. Rashad but Bateman had a, nice, had a nice game, too.
0: Who did? Rashad Bateman. I yeah. forgot that he got him, too.
1: Uh. Quarterback, you're never going to get that point again. You got 11 more expected points from your quarterback and you still lost. That's crazy. Jerry Judy went off. Tyreek Hill had a really good game. So it's like it could have been even worse. And they still scored far and away the least amount of points. 135 points, an absolute absolute dud for Alabama. It's going to be a long season, like you mentioned. Um, The outlook, yeah, I, I would say about one win maybe if they get lucky. But, I mean... Listen, they scored, or they just went up against the team that scored the second least amount of points, still lost by 13. That's embarrassing. Um, so, yeah, I have them at eight. Seven, I have Ohio. Obviously, yep, they agree. put up, what did you say? The fifth most points. Yep. It's not going to be sustainable. I'm sorry. Travis Kelsey had a huge game. Cordero Patterson, Kareem Hunt, uh, Michael Thomas even had way more points than expected, although I think he's going to have a rebound yeah. season. Um, and, Slam and boy. And maybe you could say, okay, well, T. Higgins should have played a little bit better, and Tony Pollard should have played a little bit better. But your starting guys had incredible games, and it's just not going to happen again, especially I, not from the running. I think Tony position. Pollard
0: is going to be like a consistent eight points. They, yeah. they, they he's splitting touches with Zeke Elliott. Like it's, he's just not going to have big games unless he scores a bunch of touchdowns.
1: One fifty nine points, pretty average performance, uh, resulted in a loss. Correct. Yep. Um, but. The, the takeaway is you're never going to get that performance from your running back position. That will be a serious question mark going forward. You're never going to get 23 points and 22 points from Cordero Patterson and Hunt, respectively. Um, and, and other than that, it's J.K. Dobbins, Hassan Haskins, Tony Pollard. It, it's it's an ugly spot for that team. Quarterback should be fine. Uh, Russell Wilson played average 19.8 points. Maybe you expect a little bit more from him. Um, Tom Brady at it. Kind of a struggle fest. Same with Tua, um, fantasy-wise at least. Uh-oh. <laughs> but um, so maybe you're expecting more to the quarterback position, but overall got a pretty good week out of the team and still lost. Uh, it's going to be a long season. Uh, six, I have Team Florida. A step back from where we had them in the preseason show. I think five is where we had yeah. them. Uh, it was a great player's draft, but there are some real concerns. Um Obviously, you know, Cam Akers went for zero points. You're never going to probably see that again, hopefully. But that <laughs> hopefully is, not. That is a big concern going forward. That running back position, if Cam Akers cannot consistently produce, it's ugly. I mean, there's no depth there. There's zero depth there. You'll hope that Derrick Henry and Dalvin Cook have better games going forward, and they will. But other than that, at that position, it is Devin Singletary and. Raheem Mostert and Cam Akers. If Cam Akers is an eight, nine points a game guy, which it looks like he probably will be, without Sean McVay used him, that will be a serious depth concern. So we'll see how that goes. Um, Kyle Pitts didn't have a great game. Stafford didn't have a great game. Um, Who was on his bench. Um, but, and, and you'll get more points from the running back. Like I said, that's why I have them at six instead of seven, even though they put up the second least amount of points because running back should be better at least yeah. at the very top. You'll never see Dalvin cook not score a touchdown. Come on. Well, Same scored less than yeah, 10 um, points. It's just, it's not going to happen. And by the way, the bills, they do look like they're going to throw the ball around the yard. I think it's sustainable for those two guys yeah. to put up ridiculous amount of points. Uh, we saw, Kind of what their blueprint was, uh, what was it? Allen had three touch or four touchdown passes. He also has Devin Singletary too. Yeah, so I mean, <laughs> he goes as that Bills offense goes, and it looks like that Bills offense is going to be one of the best in football. So that was a good safe bet. Um, but yeah, right now I have him at six. Um, Florida at six, just because running back it's going to be thin, and they're yep. going to be holding their breath. Um, five, I have Texas. Obviously, obviously scored the most amount of points of anybody within the league. But the question is this, can he keep it up? My answer, probably not. Um, I think enough so to move him up. I think we added him at like six. Yeah. Uh, so so they'll move up a spot. But A.J. Dillon and Saquon Barkley uh, going for the points they did probably isn't sustainable. Even
0: James Robinson going Although, for nearly yeah, 20.
1: Yeah, James Robinson going for a near 20, not sustainable. Christian Kirk had a fantastic game. Pretty much every single player within his starting lineup had more or around the amount of projected points. That will never happen again. Uh, It it didn't happen to pretty much anybody else in the league. Um, But I will say this. Saquon Barkley, that New York pickup, that clearly we misjudged that. That's why they go up from six to five. Uh, Saquon Barkley, he looks fantastic this year. I didn't see that coming. I don't know if anybody saw that coming. Uh, I thought he would kind of just be a 15 points a game guy. He can be one of the... Best players within fantasy football this year. Maybe he could be RB one. I don't know. I mean, they gave him so many touches. He looked fantastic, as good as he's as, as he's looked since first or second year. Um, got hurt last year, which scared a lot of people away. But obviously not Texas. So Saquon Barkley and that Texas team is a team to watch out for. Patrick Mahomes. The, it's probably the most points we'll put up ever. But um, <laughs> but still, you know, the Chiefs are going to throw the football and probably do it with success, even without Tyreek Hill. Four, Team Pennsylvania. Yeah. This is where you come in. You had an absolute dud of a week yes, for yourself at the very least. It was bad. Um, obviously, you know, you had some things not go your way. Uh, Christian McCaffrey didn't go for the amount of points he probably should have. Neither did Austin Eckler. Um, Ten uh, points under for, for Austin Eckler. Seven yeah. points under for Christian McCaffrey. Um, but... Damn. Maybe, I I mean, we talked about this and we kind of knew this, but the quarterback position will be a big concern. Um, That is something maybe, you know, you expected a little bit more out of and, it's uh, it is going to be a real, a real concern. You're, you're losing about seven, eight points to yeah. the average team in the league every single week, and that's going to hurt. That's going to hurt. So that that will that will cap the you know at least put a ceiling on you for for right now. And then obviously the wide wide receiver position it is a bit of a question mark. Obviously, I think Hunter Renfro and Mike Williams will get more targets, but it's concerning that yeah. Justin Herbert spread the ball around as much as he did, and even in the first quarter it was like his number one guy was Keenan Allen. You know what I mean? He goes down and he's still not going to to Mike Williams. That'll be concerning. I don't think teams will play as soft coverage as they did on Devontae Adams. Keep him on an island one-on-one and just say, let him go to work. So I think Hunter Renfro will be much better as the season goes on. But as of right now, that didn't look great. Allen Robinson is far and away probably the biggest concern at wide receiver. Uh, Cooper Cup got almost all of the touches from that offense and even when Matt Stafford was looking the other way. He was going to Buster Skronik yep. over Allen Robinson. So that is that's a big concern. He, he might, I mean, if, if he is starting to be wide receiver three on his own team, that, 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 that'll that hurt a little bit. He was projected to go for 14 points. Yep. I don't know if he'll we'll go for 14 points all year. Um, and then, obviously, two of your guys are suspended the rest of the year. Uh, that hurts Not too. Not the rest of the year. Or no, not the rest of the year, but for at least half the season, that might hurt a little bit. I knew
0: DeAndre Hopkins was going to be – I knew. see, I knew both those guys. The, the Deshaun Watson pick was a was – a, if yep. I'm in playoff contention, then he is going to be the thing that gets me over the hump. Um, DeAndre Hopkins was – it was six games. I could eat six games and, yep. and, and come back, and he's clearly going to be wide receiver one on that team. Oh, absolutely. So, so I'm feeling pretty good about that.
1: Um, the good news is wide receiver, uh, the top guys – um, you should be getting more. Debo played in the rain. He's not going to get put twelve points up. I think they'll get him, you know, more touches and more catches going forward. So I'm not too concerned about that. But something I am concerned about: Baker Mayfield. He doesn't yeah. love throwing to outside receivers. Mm-hmm. He really doesn't like doing that. Didn't like doing it in Cleveland. And DJ Moore right now for Carolina, what are they going to do with him? I don't know. Um, I don't know if Baker will want to throw to him. He likes to throw to running backs. He likes to throw to tight ends. Um, so, yeah, it'll be interesting, but that that is a bit of a concern too. As of right now, though, the top heaviness – um, you know, the running back position should be fantastic going forward uh, and overall depth at that position. So that's why I still have you guys at four. Um, you're just too talented. Christian McCaffrey, Austin Eckler. You're never going to find a duo like that in any fantasy league. Three, California. Uh, fantastic performance. Um, obviously, Justin Herbert and all of the wide receivers were fantastic. Um, I have them at three instead of above Georgia because, quite frankly, I don't think you'll ever see A.J. Brown and Devontae Adams, you know, do what they did you consistently. Might. You might. I don't think Devontae Adams is going to—I don't think teams will let him do what he did. I certainly wouldn't. Ten catches for—what He's was not going to get ten 17 catches. targets, 141 yards. He's not going to get,
0: get that, but I would still expect him to get seven, eight catches a game.
1: Yeah. Um. So, that might be, you know, and Michael Pittman Jr. went absolutely nuts. Um, yeah, he did. I wouldn't expect that to be sustainable, but the amount of depth you're going to have at wide receiver that will that will continue every single week. You will have guys in your flex positions going for 15 or 18 points a week. And by the way, if it wasn't the guys he had in his flex spots, like AJ Brown, I think obviously he probably won't go for 25 points every week. But somebody will, DK, yeah. well, Keenan Allen, well, they didn't even you know make a <laughs> contribution for him. So I mean. He didn't get probably what he uh, you know wanted to out of some of the guys have, uh, on his bench, which is crazy because it's like the guys in his starting spots just went nuts. So he's going to have guys in his flex spots put up absolute numbers every single week. Um, but as we've talked about, the main concern is the running back yeah. position, and I don't think it's going to get much better. Nope. I really don't. Nope. Rashad Penny and Damian Harris combined for about 15 points <laughs> in his RB1 and RB2 spots. That is absolutely hideous. Um, yeah. I mean, that's probably some of the lowest numbers of anybody in the league at running back. Um, And like I said with Zeke, I don't really see him going for 15 points a week like they projected him to go for. I don't. I'm sorry. Um, So, yeah, came out with a loss. Team looked good, though. Team looked really good. Uh, Some of it's sustainable. Some of it's not. Um, We'll see going forward, though. As far as Georgia, number two, my team. My team. Uh, We looked really good, absolutely. Uh, Carson Wentz, 37 points. Of course, that's not sustainable, but I'll tell you what is: Kyler Murray on my bench, Justin Fields, all three guys, had big weeks. I thought quarterback might be a concern. It doesn't really look like it at this point. Somebody's going to come up and have probably 28, 29 points because I have three quarterbacks and because they're all really good. They're healthy. Uh, they, They put up big numbers. I should, at that position, have, you know, 28 points a week because somebody's going to do better than projected. And this week I had 37, so I'll take it. Um, obviously, running back, we knew that would be absolutely loaded going in. And Antonio Gibson is going to have all of the touches early in that running back room yep. with Brian Robinson out. Uh, 20 points. Didn't really have a ton of yards on the ground, but 72 receiving yards on seven receptions. And that's That'll how was going to be. For you. For at least four or five weeks, I mean, he is going to put up straight numbers because they don't have a backup at that position. Joe Mixon, he was a big feature in the passing game. I would imagine that would continue. No touchdowns, still put up 21 and a half points. Cooper Cup, looks like he's going to be a dude again. Uh, that'll be huge for me. Um, other than that, I mean, even Aaron Jones was in one of my flex spots. He was seven points under. So I'm going to be absolutely loaded pretty much at the flex spots if I get any any luck at all. Mark Andrews even had it just an okay game and and he was in one of my flex spots. And CeeDee Lamb. So so the interesting thing for me will be can I get consistent production in my wide receiver spots? Because I easily could have had five points in my starting wide receiver spot from, you know, uh Marquise Brown, let's say he didn't get that touchdown. It could have been ugly. Could have yeah. been absolutely ugly and it could have costed me the game if I did not get You know, the touchdown from Marquise Brown. So um, it'll be interesting to see with wide receiver. Dak Prescott going down, how does that affect CeeDee Lamb? Obviously, they didn't have a huge connection in week one, so we'll see. But um, I think, yeah, other than Cooper Cup, wide receiver is going to be a question mark. That is the biggest thing I will have to deal with. But every other position, I'm pretty much loaded. Quarterback, loaded. Running back, loaded. Tight end, loaded. So, yeah, a lot to be encouraged about. One, Louisiana, this shouldn't come as much of a surprise. Obviously, they are very thin, and that depth uh, at pretty much every position is a question mark for now. But I would say this. Darna Mooney only had one point. That should not continue in a game where it's not... Torrential downpour. Um, Brandon Ayuk only had 6.7 points. Same Same thing goes with him. Uh, Dak Prescott's out. Elijah Mitchell's out. Um, They'll be out for the next couple of weeks. But if he can get kind of weather this storm, I don't know who's playing, you know, uh, very soon, but if he can get through these next four weeks where some of his guys won't be healthy, he'll be absolutely fine and and he'll make a serious push through the playoffs. George Kittle, he didn't even have healthy. Uh, He had to take 7.8 points at his tight end position. Joe Burrow went under-expected at the quarterback position. Jonathan Taylor, he's going to keep doing what he's going to do. Clyde Edwards, E'Laire, It looks like they're going to use him more at the goal line. That's perfect for Mike. Um, Justin Jefferson's going to be a force pretty much all year. Same thing with Jamar Chase. Yep. Um, and, and Jarvis Lantry was probably used a little bit more than expected within that Saints offense. So. Right now, he is absolutely rolling. The only question will be, how will he weather the storm within the next four weeks? But his team is so top-heavy. I think he'll be absolutely fine. He's going to get consistent production from the top half of his team, and he will probably win most of the next four games, yeah. even though he has so many I, injuries.
0: I agree with every single—I had no I had no qualms. I probably would have done the same thing, yep. uh, rankings-wise. Um, what do we got for next week? Who's, who's playing who? Um, question. Let's have a little look ahead, and who's projected to win? Week, oh,
1: here we go, week two, okay, um, me versus you, oh, God. fun one, Pennsylvania, vor- I start my season out with two of the top teams, what is this? Not fair, absolutely not fair, Uh, Pennsylvania going up against Team Georgia, two versus four in my current power rankings, another battle of the heavyweights, I am projected to win 170.5 to 162, eight and a half point win at okay. the moment. Um, I would love
0: 162 points. Yeah,
1: we'll see how it goes. Um, obviously some big question marks in your projected flex points or flex positions. That will be interesting to see how Allen Robinson, Hunter (laughs) Renfro, Mike Williams, all play. You look at
0: you look at all those names. Like, okay, yeah, those are great names. What happened? DJ Moore is projected to be on your bench. It's crazy. I I think I think the Baker edition is going to really hurt me.
1: It might. He doesn't love throwing to wide receivers he doesn't unless their name is Richard Higgins.
0: Yeah, I was going to say who's also isn't he on the Panthers?
1: Yep. Yep. So, we'll see how that goes. Um other week 2 matchups, we've got Team Florida going up against Team Texas. That one is projected to be a real nail biter, 152 to 151. And that goes, that's about right. I have Texas at 5, Florida at 6. So, we'll see. I mean, Florida had a terrible week 1. They still won. They're feeling pretty good about themselves. Um, they should be getting much better production than what they did from a lot of their positions, yep. especially at running back. So we'll see how it goes. Hopefully Cam Akers maybe he has a step up and uh, he's projected to have eight points. Cam Akers is... <laughs> I said I, I wouldn't be surprised if he goes for eight or nine <laughs> points every, every single week the rest of the way out. Oh, that's Moving tough. forward, another battle of the heavyweights. Team California going up against Team Louisiana.
0: California also got
1: shafted with, with the schedule-making. Absolutely. Uh, this one's supposed to be another nail-biter. 160.67 projected points for Louisiana to California's 159.33. So a one-point projected win for Team Louisiana. That would be a dream start with wins over California and Pennsylvania. That would be huge.
0: Don't have to play them again for another eight weeks or six weeks. Yeah, that would be absolutely
1: huge. Um, but, yeah, that, that, one, that one should be a great one. And the final matchup really should be a barn burner. <laughs> team Ohio versus Team Alabama. Projected points for Team Alabama 141, I would be stunned, and Team Alabama 149.5. Um, we'll see how Ooh. it goes. <laughs> whoever wins whoever loses that game probably won't win a game the rest of the year except for against each other maybe later on, but
0: oh my uh, god. How did how did the schedule turn out this way? I have no idea. This is unbelievable.
1: <laughs> We're going to have some terrible games and some great games. Oh my goodness! <laughs> hey man, sleep, sleeper. What's a close game?
0: I love it. I absolutely love it. Oh, uh, there we go. There you have it. Week one is in the books. On to week two. We'll have the pick show coming on Friday. Um, yeah, a, a really, really interesting. Uh, week one. Um, can't say. Can't say that I was expecting what happened to happen. Good lord. Okay, you good? Yep. Well, thank you guys so much for watching. Hope you enjoyed. Catch you on the flip. See ya.